Coming up tonight on the Big Footy International podcast, we talk to Sudeep Chakraborty, the Secretary General of the Australian Rules Football Association of India, uh, all about how the game has developed there and how they're de- uh, progressing towards the International Cup. All that and more coming right up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Big Footy International Football Podcast. I'm talking today to the Secretary General of the Australian Rules Football Association of India, uh, Mr. Sudeep Chakraborty. Um, I hope I said that right, Matt. Absolutely. Excellent. Um, perhaps you could begin by telling us a little bit about what you do uh, for Australian football in India. Well, at the moment, um, we are working full-time to develop Australian rules football in India. Probably the only bunch of people outside of Australia and who are not Australians who are employed full-time for the sport. Um, it has taken, taken around five years to get here, but uh, right now I'm full-time into development of the game and promotions and most of the departments. So the, the AFL pays you or someone else does? So we've successfully uh, got a grant from the Australian Sport Outreach Program under the Australian Sports Commission. Okay. Uh, and that's for a year. So this one year, we have been funded, funded by that grant. Okay. So you've got at least funding for a year. Your job's safe yeah. for a year, Sadeep. <laughs> we are halfway through it already. So what, what brought you into Australian football? Though? How long have you been involved? Right. So back in 2008, Ricky Ponting, when he was playing in the IPL for the Kolkata Knight Riders, he had uh, helped launch the sport in the city of Kolkata, where from which I belong. Uh, I was back then just had uh, given my final high school exam, and uh, sportsmen from all different sports were asked to you know come and try a new sport. I was into football, cricket, and volleyball. Um, uh, so all of us, you know, joined in. Uh, there was a coach who had come over from the AFL. Uh, it stayed on for a month, and as as we gradually started learning the sport, we really got a real liking for it. And then I was lucky to have got selected uh, in the first team that represented India the same year in August 2008 for the International Cup. Uh, when we toured to Australia and saw some live matches, especially with Buddy Franklin score his hundred at the Telstra Dome back then, yep, uh, that's when we fell in love with the game. Uh, when we got back, the a couple of gentlemen who were in charge had lost interest. Uh, we waited for a year to grow because players were really keen to grow the game. Um, uh, around 2009, towards the end, we wrote to the AFL that you know the players want to take up charge. Uh, that's when the AFL stepped in, banned the previous body, and gave us the authority. So, and, uh, sorry, there, yeah. there was a previous body. Yeah, there were few, few of them, a few of uh, sports related people from taken up charge initially yeah and then they um, kind of lost yeah they lost interest you know and the the AFL had to ban them or yeah like they had to disband that body at okay least. just it's always fascinating some of these little political things that go on <laughs> every now right and then right at the start um 
So, do you have a full you have a full competition in Nidity? Like, you have teams, you play well, matches? So, when we started, yeah, when we started, we had just one city and one state playing the state of West Bengal in the east in India. Yeah. Um, till around 2010, there was no other state in India playing. Uh, I was a student in Mumbai for three years for my undergrads. That's yeah. when I had an uh, in email from the Kerala Rugby Association. That's another state in South India. Um, I went, I traveled there on a bus for 22 hours and um, you know, organized the first coaching camp there. So that's how we, for the first time, spread out of our home state. And gradually over the years, we've spread to uh, Maharashtra, that is Mumbai, um, Tamil Nadu in a city called Madurai. And we've now got presence in six states in India. Nice. So that's six teams or six states? So we, so we have tried to go through the Indian sporting structure where there are city teams, then there are bigger district teams, and there's state teams, and then the state teams play in a national tournament. Okay. So there are a lot of clubs, small clubs playing in each city, but every year we organize a national tournament where best players from all these clubs team up as the state team and play in the national tournament. Okay, so, um, so you've got six major teams, obviously, then. Right. And right. then, and, and then you've got a whole heap of feeder clubs that come in at the association right. and district level. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty much like how cricket works in Australia. Okay, um, we've tried to tee up uh, all AFL clubs with each of the states. So we've got, I know, the Tigers supporting Bengal Tigers, Giants supporting Maharashtra Giants, Bombers supporting Kerala Bombers, and so on. So, what what sort of support do you get from AFL clubs? So the biggest support is, of course, Richmond Tigers. Um, who sponsor our jerseys when the Indian team, you know, play in the International Cup. They host us at Punt Road for a training with their players. Keep sending in, you know, reused stuff, especially jerseys. So, and of course, when we are there in the International Cup, the biggest support is, you know, to help facilitate the coaches and, you know, logistics. And nice. Yeah, that's Richmond's been the biggest support. That's really good of them. <laughs> um, how many players would you have in India at the moment? Well, roughly between 500 to 600. And you only started in 2008? Yeah, and this this start was in 2010. Oh, so you've done pretty well then. 600 players in three years, four years. Well, yeah, but yeah, it's good. Actually, it also includes, uh, I think, a four to five girls teams as well. Junior girls playing footy. So you've got, you've got a girls team as well? Am I wrong? Four, four, yeah, four, four to five teams of girls teams in Kerala and in Bengal. Nice. Um, you were saying that uh, there are you, you took a 20-hour bus ride to organise the second state to get yeah. that started. Is that is that typical of like your travel arrangements when your teams play each other? Like, do they have long distances to go? Are there difficulties involved in setting up games? Yeah, see, uh, that's why we cannot have regular leagues running. Yeah. Uh, because India is so vast so from the eastern end to the western end would be more than 2,000 kilometers so, so you, you basically have local leagues that play more often and every yeah, now and then you'll have a... once a year they get together nice nice typically one would travel on a train but due to lack of funds uh, buses are even cheaper options so initially when I was a student I had to take all the bus so I did my master's in sport management in England because I wanted to study how other countries in Europe have developed AFL. I uh, got the opportunity to play for a few British clubs as well uh, when I was there. And upon returning, uh, 
2012 to 13, one year, uh, I completely dedicated my own time and money to, you know, just travel around and help with promotion. Nice. So I had been on the buses and trains for throughout the year. So if, I'm, if I remember rightly, India are sending a, a women's team and a men's team to the International Cup? No, no, no women's team. No yet. women's team, just, no a, just a men's team. Um, yeah. What sort of qualification process do they have to go to get into the Indian side? Well, firstly, uh, we are not sending the entire team over. Every time we have to send only a, maybe the half the team because we don't have enough funds to take them over. Right. Half comprises of Indians living in Melbourne who has been paying. Okay, and so... the half that goes from here, of course, apart from the basic skills, that we look for a bit of a height and physique. And uh, unfortunately, we also have to look for their own capacity to spend for the regular expenses when they're in Australia. So that leaves out quite a few talented players who might not be able to afford it. Okay, so um, I, you have like a once-a-year national championship type setup, don't you? Like where all the states, right. they get together. Right. Okay, and then you, you, you pick the players that are going and those that can afford it will go and the rest will come from Melbourne, you said. Yeah. Okay. Right. Nice. Um, you guys have been to the International Cup before? Yeah, so we've been participating since 2008, so this would be the third appearance. And how, how do you think you've done previously? Well, for the first International Cup, we were badly beaten up as the most novice team there uh, initially, but I think we progressed towards the end of the tournament and we even won a quarter against the Chinese. And, uh, Many in Eric have mentioned that you know it was one of the best performances by a debutant country. And in 2011, we got a first international victory in AFL against East Timor. And we finished two ranks above uh, East Timor and China because many of our matches were closely fought. So I'm, I think we are doing fairly distant, progressing. Okay. Um, so you're only bringing half the team over. Is the coach based in Australia or is that he Indian or...? Um, the coach is, you know, he has links with India. He has done some programs in India for Aussie rules. and uh, So he's basically from Australia. Yeah. And usually we don't have Aussie coaches in India. So we, the experienced players, using videos and our own knowledge, try and coach the players here. Okay, so where, you, you said you're in six states now. Right. What, what are your plans for the future? Um, for the future, we are targeted to have two more states added and uh, eight state associations under the national body. Uh, this gives us a recognition from the Sports Authority of India, and that's when we can call the Indian Tigers of the Indian national team. So oh, that's okay. That's a priority. So there's a minimum number of states that have to be involved. Right, yeah. Okay, so you get to eight, and then all of a sudden the floodgates open, you're officially Indian. National team, yeah. Yeah. So, do, does funding come from that? Like, do you get off the Australian government's uh, dime on, um, at that point, or? Um, well, uh, there's no major funding, but there's yeah. Of course, uh, when you're a nationally recognised sport, there are a lot of other advantages. Like, our players who are working in some government departments don't get leave to play for AFL because it's not an Olympic sport or it's not a recognised sport. Yeah. So that benefit is there, and there is a 
small amount of grant for developing sports though. Uh, but that's not the main thing. But we get the recognition, we get the government backing, which you know probably helps us connect to more sponsors and uh, even you know the politicians who who are big here, who, without whose support things don't grow. Yeah. But how's um? What's what's the biggest thing? Or what, what's the most noticeable thing people will say when they first take up the sport in India? Well, unfortunately, they. Yeah, they mix it with rugby, so that's what we don't like. And then we have to explain how it is different. Yeah. But of course, even when we're talking to parents, um, everybody visually likes the game to watch it. Yeah. So that's I think the most exciting part of how uh, you know you could be just on the floor, you could be above someone's shoulder, the ball could be anywhere on the ground in three seconds. So the visual attraction of the sport is I think what attracts. Okay, and you guys are playing 18 a side? No. No, no um, aside. We mostly have to use soccer fields to play maybe 8-9 a side. They won't let you use side. cricket pitches over there? Yeah, but then we don't have access to the cricket pitches all the time. And okay. We have to, there's high rent involved. So are your state sides 18 a side or are they 9 a side? No, it's all 9 It's all side. 9 a side until you get to the International Cup. Yeah, and so we don't have enough practice uh, for 18 aside games. That that might hamper progress of the international cup, maybe. True, absolutely. But uh, so, is there a plan for that? Like, you guys are hoping to get access? Or are you gonna? You just happy to do mm-hmm. nine aside? Yeah, like this time for this year's national tournament, uh, we are um, trying to get a cricket field in Mumbai to organize the tournament and. Let's hope if we get that, we we'll try and have at least a few of you know probably the semi-finals or the finals as the eighteen side games. Okay. Um, I don't really have any f- further questions per se, but uh, did you have anything else that I haven't covered that you you think's relevant? Um. Yeah, probably uh, as Tom Calder mentions, this is probably the only country which has grown um, with, without direct, you know, Aussie expat support. Yeah. Like, I've stayed in Europe. I, I know about the AFL um, Asia in the southeast. Everywhere it's been Aussie expats who have, you know, who've been living there, who've tried to grow the game. But in India, it's mostly run by locals and started by locals. So that's probably the unique uh, story for us. It's run, it's, it, it's run by Indians for, you know, for Indians, really. Absolutely. I've been talking to Sudip Chakraborty, the Secretary-General of the Australian Rules Association of India, and uh, thank you very much. Thanks a lot.